The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good evening, Heat Nation. You already know who it is. It is the host of the most, Joe Stroh, and you are now listening to the number one podcast and heartbeat of Heat Nation. This is the Hoop Ball coverage of Miami Heat. Welcome to Hoop Ball Heat. Pat Riley recently had a press conference Zoom call. It's kind of the cap the end of the season, and primarily that's what we're going to be talking about today. Secondly, I want to quickly touch on something, a fact that may not be known throughout the league that we're going to go over today. That will be covered here, so sit back, relax, and without further ado, here we go. Being that COVID was relatively tough on the economy, I think it's best that we all try to save money the best that we can. And one way that we can all look clean is kind of to keep our own maintenance. Head on over to manscaped.com. We got a nice deal, 20% off, free shipping. Use the coupon code HoopBall20. Lawnmower 3.0. I've been pushing it because I got waterproof technology, pinch-free blades. I got an LED light, and the battery life is 90 minutes. What more could you ask for? As well as it's being tough, you need to go ahead and make all of your sports bets at mybookie.ag. Okay? Once there, use that coupon code HOOPBALL, one word, and once you make your first deposit, it's going to be matched 100%. I made some money tonight. It's an easy payout. Money was in there as soon as the game was over. Great customer service. I haven't had any issues. Whatever you need to know about sports betting, you're going to find it on there. Anything you need coverage-wise, whether it's sports betting, sports teams, head over to hoop-ball.com now. Pat had his conference the other day, and the questions were nothing out of the ordinary. You know, I was looking for something, and I believe I heard it the first or second question. In fact, it, about third question in, he told everybody, hey, look, I'm not going to answer any more questions about it. And yes, I'm talking about the Greek sweepstakes. Everybody heard about this report coming out last week that the Heat are going all in in 2021. But as Pat said, this was his plan all along. He said this back in February that he was on doing, he was focused on doing two things. Being competitive and freeing up the cap. So that led me to believe uh, what his real plan was. And, and we'll go over that in a second. In fact, it led me to believe that Jimmy was not part of the plan. Jimmy was icing on the cake. Jimmy is, is very, and that's why he's one of my favorite players is because he's one of the smartest players. So to be honest, the, he and he went out to his way to thank Jimmy. 
he he said I, he went out his way to take time, and this is his opening statement. He in his opening statement, he, he was almost teary eyed when talking about the season. He was just like, I want to I want to appreciate Jimmy for choosing to come to Miami. The original plan was to build a team that was going to be competitive and that would just simply have to add Greek. The fact that they got Jimmy is icing on the cake. They drafted Bam and they drafted Hero. Jimmy came after he's seen those moves that they made. Like if you go and see... Um, I believe it was, if it's not JJ Reddick's, it may be Knucklehead Podcast, but there was a podcast where he was on it and he was, he was sitting there and he was talking about why he chose Miami. And one of the, the first thing, one of the first things he said was, well, I seen the moves that they made. They drafted Bam and they drafted Hero. And then they had cap space and he was just like, okay, I'm kind of just trying to see what they were doing. And he was like, okay, they up to some expletive, you know how Jimmy is. So he only came after he seen the people that they drafted and the people that they had in place and the culture that they had. Pat said the only thing he had to do was have a meeting. And could you imagine how simple that meeting was? As being a Jimmy Butler, you're sitting down with Pat, and he's just like, look, man, we're a winning team. We're about winning. Our coach, he said this as well, our coach is only about winning. What has been the one thing I've harped about that Jimmy wanted to do the most? Win. And look, people, I know you don't like to speculate, okay? And that's one of the things he said. They're, they're speculations and their theories, and that's exactly what they are. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But let's be real. J.J. Redick is also going to be in Miami in 2021. He has one year left. I don't think it's ironic. You listen to his podcast. You hear how he gushes over that organization. And, excuse me, that organization. And he is also best friends with Jimmy. As well. Remember how I told you all I may not be the smartest man, but I can add two and two together. Let's get this right. So if JJ and Jimmy are friends, and JJ is a free agent, Bam and Gree are gonna be free agents and they share the same agent. So and they can resign. So so you mean to tell me you don't think that that's like Anyway, <laughs> as well as I love Pat Riley, because he learned it. And, and the thing is, I, one thing I learned, I love about Pat Riley, and I have to learn. And, and I think you guys will all realize when I say this, he is humble, extremely humbled, and. Even after winning championships with the Lakers, even after winning championships with LeBron, even after winning championship with Shaq, he was humbled again. And that lesson is the one that's going to 
cement the greatness of Miami for the next 10 to 15 years. Listen to when I say that 10 to 15 years. That valuable lesson that he was taught was from Dwayne Wade. One thing that he was extremely adamant about and harped on is taking care of his own. The number one thing he he harped on was Bam. Bam, we got to do whatever we can to get him here. Boom. Bam is your franchise guy. He knows Bam's the key to everything. Okay? He also talked about the contract with Drogic. He said it could get messy. But if they can get something done, they'll get it done. Which means this right here, this season that is happening, that's going to happen, is so extremely vital to next year. Here's why. Championships teams, they have to do something that's not beneficial for themselves. Some people call it a sacrifice. I call it being selfless. You can't use the word sacrifice in a team basketball game, like in a team game. Like, how are you sacrificing something? Like, you can't say, well, oh, I left some on the table. I didn't get as much as I could have. Bro, it's not a team if you did. Like, that's not, that's greedy. That's selfish. With that being said, I just wanted to say one thing while we're talking about these sacrifices. Pat made a sacrifice. And his was believing in his self. Believing in what he saw in a, in a coach spell. Coach Spo is the best coach in the league right now. And I don't I don't think it's close. Some would say Popovich. I believe Popovich was just very fortunate. He was able to he's he's a very smart G you gotta remember he started in their front office, remember? They tanked for Duncan. So he finessed a, a little dynasty. Um but I mean, this even now the franchise. I mean, they draft well, but they're starting to lose their glimmer. But they can't get stars there. Soon, that's going to affect them. Doc is out of L.A. As for Kerr, I feel like he's just the Phil Jackson. He he came into a team that was already established. He just simply found the system and culture that turned the switch for them. Spo is the best coach, and one reporter asked if Pat believed that this was Spo's masterpiece. 
And I don't want to go, I don't want to delve too, I don't, I don't want to go too into it, but the way that he articulated the answer as far as Masterpiece lets me know that this franchise has nothing but greatness in front of it. He stated that, yes, so Masterpiece, when you, when you use the term Masterpiece or when an artist has a masterpiece, finishes a masterpiece. They say they are done, but they're never really done. There's always still something they could do to it. They sit there, they throw paint at the wall until they say that they're done, but there's always something more that they feel that they could add to it. So at the end of the day, yes, he agreed. But, Has every, his or her artist looked at their work saying that they were done, not, but in it, that they were finished, even though they were finished. By the way, shout out to uh, my boy Jack Harlow at Tyler Hero. Yeah, y'all need to go listen to that. Go stream that. Back to the topic, though. Believe this organization. I really believe that this organization is going to, they're a championship. They're a way, like, they're like a year. A year away from a championship. A year away from a championship. Um, and it's just because of this culture that they have cultivated from this year being the year of sacrifices, right? In the sense of it's not the front office. The front office has made the sacrifices that they needed to. They traded Winslow. They traded, um, oh, I'm sorry, Whiteside. They traded everything that they had. They moved everything that they had to move that they didn't even, some they didn't want to part with. I mean, Heat Nation really loved Winslow. But, they made that sacrifice. Now, it's time for the players to make that sacrifice. Bam can hold out this year, wait, resign in the 2021 offseason. He could sign with Greek to make sure to, that he gets paid if that's what he would like to do. Um, they also have eight draft picks. I think, yeah, eight draft picks within the next, like, 10 years. Which I know people think 10 years, that's far. It Think about it like this. You guys remember the Brooklyn Nets trade? Where they traded, like, KG, Paul Pierce. You remember all those, those Nets? Those Nets picks that they got that turned into, like, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Yeah. I understand it may be a long time, but you got to understand it. It's 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 an investment, and plus Miami drafts really really well, so really I mean, so it did yeah, those picks matter to them. As far as the sacrifice again for the players, yes, those contracts they're it's going to be a sacrifice for them if they really want to win, and I think if you guys remembered what I said. A couple podcasts ago, I said that they're in the same position that the Los Angeles Lakers are. 
the exact same position that the Los Angeles Lakers in. They were a step behind. They're just simply a step behind. So if you, let me break it down for you. Once you are building a championship team or you are on your way, there's just a couple things that you have to, you have to be, you have to be a solidified franchise. And to be a solidified franchise, you got to be in a a big market. Because for one, you got to have a star, at least one. You got to have two to win a championship. I don't care what anybody says. You can't win a championship with one star on a team. Has not been done. Two stars. Once you have those two stars, you have your supporting role around those stars. Those can be filled up at a later date. But what Pat is doing, which was smarter than the Lakers, and this is why they will win a championship, is that's what he's doing first. (laughs) You get what I mean? So instead of scrambling, paying, um, you know, Danny Green $20 million for two seasons or whatever ridiculous, I think it's like 30 for two or something ridiculous. Whether it was they were just going to use him as a trade asset later on or not, that's still a ridiculous price tag on somebody that, as you see, didn't produce well in the finals. What I mean by that is there is, and plus, oh man, guys, if it's, and this is not just about Greek. There has also been a report about Kawhi, possibly. And if you ask me, Kawhi fits that situation just as good, if not better, than Greek. The reason why I say that is, one, you will keep your entire team. And number two, he will be able to play his own role. He'll be able to thrive at what he does best. He can be in the background. He won't have to be the vocal leader. He could just sit in the back and just play defense, do what he has to do. He would have to be there on time. He would have to be disciplined. But I don't think that would be a hard ask. I think that what's happened in the Clipper land is going to leave a bad taste in a lot of these owners' mouths. And it's going to be hard for him to have control of a situation. So I think Miami would actually be a good spot for him to take a look at. But this also kind of supports my theory of them giving them this one-year contract to Harold in the sense of the same way the Lakers did with Caldwell Poe. Right, they paid him off, big twenty million dollar year contract, and then they got LeBron there, the next year, and then he only had like a five million dollar contract. Give it, I mean. So, there's a lot of things that they can do. They're very optimistic about what they do, about what they're going to do, and I believe that it, it, if a try a trade arises, he could possibly pull the trigger. 
Because he said if there is a trade that is on the table that can take them to the next level, he doesn't have a problem with doing it. It's just that's going to be a very, very, very hard ask. So you have a, a humble GM who knows he has to take care of his players more than anything. And that's the first thing that, I, and that's the one thing that I've stressed to you guys in my audience is that you got to take care of your guys. You take care of your guys. They'll take care of you. You hear how he talks about Coach Bostra. You hear how he harps about this franchise. You take care of your guys. They will take care of you. Simple. Again, they're in the same. So he's a humble guy, right? Number one. Number two, they're going to have a sacrifice year this year to where guys are going to be all in and they're going to show their dedication to this team. This is the same thing that Pat said to LeBron the year that LeBron left. He said, hey, this year we're going to find out who really wants to be here. This is going to be that year for them. But this is going to be a successful year. So, again, they have a humbled GM, right? They have somebody that takes care of their players. They have a smart front office with a bunch of assets. They know how to draft. And the most important part of it all, they filled out the roster before they brought in the star. (laughs) There are steps ahead of everybody else that's trying to compete for the championship. And there you have it. I appreciate you for rocking with me on this cast here. It's been a hell of a ride this season. What I can't wait for is this next season to start, and hopefully we can get started around Christmas time. They are still the labor rating about that. Uh, was set for MLK Day. Now the latest is Christmas. So be sure that you go ahead and hop on that Twitter page. Follow me at Jostro17. As well as that hoop ball here. We'll keep you updated on all the latest. As well as head over to that hoop-ball.com to catch up on everything hoop ball covers. Be sure to go ahead, drop that five-star rating on the cast, and we'll keep that heat coming. Heat Nation! This is your host with the most. I am out. Stay safe, America. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.